Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the SAP, the Sex Actually podcast. As always, it's your boy Dave Neal this week, uh, joined by Tasha Courtney. You know her, you love her. She's my road trip partner, my fiance, and my podcast co-host. We talk with Harper Rose. She's a very funny stand-up comedian from the great state of North Carolina. And oh, did we grill her this week? This felt like an interrogation. We loved Harper. We we got to know all about um, her relationships. And um, we talked a lot about um, finding red flags. And knowing the difference between what red flags are and, you know, people that are just working on their shit. Everyone's everyone's working on our shit, right? So uh, when is it worth it to uh, stick with somebody else through the hard times? And when is it uh, when is it the right move to just peace out and try somebody else? So I think this is a great episode to start the new year. Happy New Year's, everybody. Welcome to 2020. We got perfect vision or what? We going for our goals? We going to run shit this year or are we going to make excuses? Are we going to set limitations or are we going to live? an abundant life you guys tell me what are we up to you guys should write in i'd like to hear from our new uh listeners sex actually podcast at gmail.com let me know what your goals are let me know what's working what's not why you listen why you don't love to hear from you guys and if you want more tasha and i just got back from a crazy road trip we went from los angeles to utah from utah to colorado colorado to um, missouri kansas is somewhere in there indiana kentucky all the way south to tennessee arkansas texas new mexico arizona and back to los angeles did i catch all of that we did a giant loop around the country and we car casted we had some uh just some really great conversations and if you guys want to listen to our latest car cast it's on the patreon you go to patreon.com slash the sap patreon.com slash t-h-e-s-a-p and I tell you what, uh, we appreciate those of you that have been Patreon members. And uh, did you get, did everyone get their soap? I know we're still waiting on Oz in Canada. Didn't get his soap yet. I hope everyone else got your soap. I got the tracking numbers. Hopefully it came through customs because it was a bitch to send internationally. I hope you guys enjoy your soap. I know Jamie Lynn's out there. She said she enjoys her soap. Um, thank you guys so much for being uh, so generous and um, for supporting us. We really appreciate that. So if there's anyone out there who hasn't joined the Patreon and you want to know more about it. It's basically a membership only community where your monthly donations get us um, funding to create extra content. So we create between three to four extra episodes a month. Um, I try to do them every week. Uh, it's uh, solo episodes, car cast episodes. I can do mad shit talking because only a select amount of people hear it. So it's super honest. This past one, Tasha and I, where, where were we, Tasha? I think we were in like a uh, driving to Albuquerque, we had a really good conversation. You know that you know that uh, you're driving eight hours down the road, looking at a bunch of nothing. Uh, you can really have some good chats, and that's what the podcast has been all about, and that's what the Patreon's all about. So we do appreciate your support, and there are different tiers, membership levels. So a lot of people that have joined the Patreon have never heard of it before, or or at least they had heard of it, but they had never signed up for any other content. So I just let you know it's super easy if you just go to Patreon.com/slash/thesap and you can see what we offer. And when you do sign up, you'll get access to all of our past episodes. So we have something like 40 or 50 episodes on there already, along with our 370 free episodes. So again, we appreciate all those that have joined and it's it's been really helpful for us to uh, get some extra income because as you know, we don't charge for the podcast. We uh, usually don't even have any sponsors on the actual podcast. So this is a way to help us uh, kind of uh, get new funding, better microphones, new cameras, lighting, things like that. So again, we appreciate all of you. And again, happy new year's to everybody. Enjoy my chat with Tasha Courtney and Harper Rose. 
Happy New Year's, guys. This is it. First New Year's episode, everybody. Welcome to the SAP, the Sex Actually podcast. As always, it's your boy Dave Neal with Tasha Cordy and Harper Rose. We're so happy to have you today. Hello, hello. Thanks Thanks for for doing that. You've been like in my subconscious, get you on the podcast for a long time because I feel like comics that talk a lot about their love life and like their open heart on stage are really good to talk to in the podcast. And I know you've had a, I know 2019 had a lot of shit going on with you. Oh man. Yeah. I was, I was busy in 2019. <laughs> Are you single now or where are you at? Um, yes, I am. That's yeah. a, that's an, that's an angry guy listening right now. Uh, I know. I'm what just like, the fuck? Do, 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 do. yeah, no, I, uh, no, I, um, I'm taking it slow. That's what I'll say. But I'll, you, I'm so, it slow. so start us off. Let's start off where I'm okay. Tasha, this is good. Cause t- you guys haven't met before. I, um, I, I feel like I, I don't I don't know you that well, but I we were like whispering, like saying hello during a show once, and I was like, hey, how's it going? And you were like, I just got dumped. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, right? Was, did you remember that? Maybe not, because I feel like <laughs> there was. Wait, wait, oh God, yeah, no. The first um, the first dumping. The Spoiler. first dumping was this like a year ago? Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Okay, so oh my God, yeah, it was like a roller coaster. So I was in a relationship for like three a little over three years that's a long one that's serious yeah i wish it was no so then anyways <laughs> but so then um yeah so we like we're, we're kind of going back and forth like he'd be like i want to break up with you and then i'd be like we gotta stay together and then he and then you know it would change it would change and then i'd be like no like i want to break up with you whatever anyways we ended up breaking up on new year's eve and oh then my gosh yeah and like I, i'm the one new that, like, year's one year just over a year ago you're saying yes oh, literally wow. 2019 new year's like five four three two i'm not gonna be with you anymore and then like he was like are you serious and i was like i was three mezcals deep i'm like this is what i want and so then we like broke out it was like so bad it was so tacky of me to do that but honey she grew she grew and then uh, <laughs> and I then mean, but you're you're new year's eve i mean are you still you still trying you, are you doing the rebound not you know you, there's other guys I'm, I'm assuming you're at like a new year's eve party but, yeah know, it was like, like my best friend um, my boyfriend at the time, um, and that who became the ex, honey, and then um, yeah, and then like our friends. Because I feel like I were feel you like but eyeing other in, hot guys in oh, the room no. at the party. No, I just was like, I was like, I gotta get the fuck out of this, and so why? What was like, Tasha? Where's your head it? at? That you're ready to just go like that? What do you I, mean? I, I and the other guys the second you break up with the well, dude. Well, that's a funny <laughs> time. I mean, I feel like we were just talking about this because we had a ton of fun this year on New Year's. We were in Memphis and we went to see one of his friends play um, at this like really cool bar. The, the Tin, tin Hat roof. on Beale Street. The Tin Ooh. Roof. The Tin Roof. <laughs> the Tin Hat. What are you, the, the Tin Man? <laughs> no, the Tin Roof um, in Memphis. And we got there early because we thought that the guy was going on a lot earlier than he was. So it was still pretty empty when we were there but there were lots of very thirsty girls you know how you could just like see single yeah like they're in a bar yeah Yeah. like they were way too drunk for 9 p.m like i was like you're not gonna make it but tasha's judging these chicks and i'm loving it i love i love when everyone's out on the prowl trying to get laid like i just i feel like new year's is one of those nights where everybody's looking to like kiss somebody at midnight and so to break up on new year's is like completely opposite i feel like that like it honestly i feel like it changed me as a person to not because I, I've always been someone I think it's because I watch too many like romantic comedies but I'm like I have to have a kiss on New Year's Eve and it's like <laughs> I was like that's so important and like I would kiss like anyone I'd be like as long as I got a kiss I'm good brother but it's like no 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 you sound and like so, a Hulk Hogan yeah there. That, that's that's <laughs> kiss <enemy>. me brother <laughs> that's like how aggressive I am about it no but so then um then last year that was like the first year 
like you know i did and like i kind of like realized i'm like oh my god like it was it's kind of cheesy but i was like oh like i feel like the new year like it shouldn't be like you know fresh start yes yeah like it shouldn't be just about like getting the kiss whatever it's like okay you need to like grow as a person you need to change like you know and yeah so i thought it was good but then i like asked for him back afterward i was like wait 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 come back and he's like no no (laughs) no So okay, so this is this is interesting because it's the brakes aren't always clean and it's yeah, always like never you, clean. I mean, no, so, it was so messy. It was like a total nightmare. We're over, friends now. You're over totally, him. Yeah, yeah. He's friend. I mean, honestly, I, they, women always say they're friends with their ex. I've never heard a guy say he's friends with. His I mean, ex. I don't text. We don't text. I think we are realistic friends. I think we. You know what? I'll say. I'll say we're friendly. That's what it is. He had. Uh, he's a musician, so I went to his show the other night, and like it was like totally fine. He's gonna come see a show of mine. Like we got coffee. Like you know what I mean? It's like every few weeks we'll be like, hey, whatever. But it's not like. But a- it's not dangerous for you to get coffee with an ex. I feel like no. that's risky business because then they like pop up in your dreams. You know what I mean? I feel Tasha. That. What the fuck? <laughs> it is. It's risky. I feel like uh, hanging out with your exes is like kind of like creaking open a door a little bit. You're like. Mm, to see what's going on it's playing with fire it's yeah it little, is yeah i, mean, I love I to know. stay warm though so that's <laughs> so did, so i i need the specifics were you did you break up before midnight or after uh on midnight like just it was literally. like five, i was like five four three two one and then he just like looked at me and i was like and then we were like and then we just well, like kind of like laughing and then just like doing stung. that back and forth for a while for like why? eight months why um <laughs> i know this is so cliche but we honestly just fell out of love like it was like it's honest it was so so heartbreaking because like I wanted this to work so bad and I think he did too which is why we just stayed in it even when it wasn't but yeah like we would just like I just remember like there was like towards the end especially we'd be like lying in bed at night and I would just be like looking up at the ceiling and I could tell he was too and we'd be like I want to get the fuck out of this and then like I would get mad at him because he didn't want to hang out with me but at the same time I'm like fuck you get out of my apartment but like it was so like was there bitterness because of like you guys weren't getting the love you needed or definitely I think we were both bitter we were both and like we became so mean oh y'all we were so mean (laughs) but yeah so like it was good that we you were mean to each other yeah oh my god i like, think what, i was like, probably more mean but who was who was being more successful was it was it like a success thing were you was your career taken off or because it's, it's it's different mm. you know obviously like dating a musician but he, yeah. he's got to deal with dating a comic i mean i don't know what's what i mean honestly i don't know what's harder i mean it was like a special kind of just like dysfunctional you know what i mean but like i think it was good because we both understood that like you know we were both artists we both had like our own thing going on so like that was cute but like i think I mean, I don't know. I think he did get a little bit jealous, like, because I started getting busier as, like, things started, like, falling apart. And, like, I mean, I'm still, like, you know, whatever. But, like, yeah, I think he was getting a little bit more jealous. And then um, I I would always get mad at him because he's so, so talented. It's ridiculous. But I don't think he was as driven. And so I kind of, like, started, like, taking on, like, a mom role. I'm like, you need to get up and work on your music. And he's, like, easy. You know, that's interesting. I hear that a lot. That's very hard. I I, I don't – our relationship, a lot of times I try to, like, push tasha in avenues she doesn't want to go mm-hmm. i'm like you need to do beauty tutorials and she's like i don't want to do that i'm like oh all right well that was my effort you know what i mean like we, we but you- like what if i said to you like you need to do real estate you know you would get annoyed too right but that's f- way farther off than beauty tutorials i mean you would do you would if you um, the point is is like i was trying to find ways that you could do some creative things but also you know what i mean like i just see like how 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 
careers get launched on YouTube because a pretty girl teaches some 15 year olds how to put eyeliner on or something stupid like that. Like, man, mm-hmm. we don't, I can't, I'm not teaching 15. It's a very saturated market. There's already <clears throat> plenty of people teaching 15 year olds how to put on eyeliner. I'm and now just they're saying. 13. So it's like, I, yeah, I get, I get the idea of like, you want the best for someone else. And then if like they aren't, you know, working as hard as you, but you get resentment when you, when you, when you, if you feel like you're pulling your weight in the relationship. You know what I mean? Yeah. You feel like, hey, I'm out there running and doing my thing. And then what do you like? I feel like it honestly wasn't even about like career stuff. I, maybe I'm wrong, but like now like it's been like over a year since that happened. Like, and we've both had so much clarity. I honestly feel like, honestly, like I was, we, like, we uh, it's like so cliche, but it's like, yeah, like we just were growing apart. Like I wanted to be more serious. I wanted to like, let's get married. Let's do this. Let's do that. And he was like, I just want to chill till I'm 30. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to do that. So, you know, yeah. now yeah. a different set of priorities. The second you mm-hmm. get on stage and be like, oh, I just broke up, blah, blah, blah. I mean, you must have just dudes lined up the second you get off stage. I think I scare them because they're just like, ooh, you're <laughs> very open. I'm like, yeah, come and get it. Yeah. <laughs> Are you da- yeah, have you dated comedians? No, I've never dated a comic. Well, you say that with like pride. <laughs> yeah, like, no, I've I, yeah I've made out with comics. I'm not going to lie. Okay, honey. Yes, I've gotten a little sloppy at some parties. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> Everyone has their thing. And that was my unfortunate but thing. But you have your line. No, I have my line. I, like, I've literally only like made out with comics. I've never done anything else. But here's me. the thing. Like you... You, you know you might you might meet a guy who's like awesome and then you have the same sort of like schedule like we know some comics like kelsey cook and kane like we know some comics that do really well together but also yeah when you when you're like fucking around just dating around and it's within your own industry you don't have the chance to be like an asshole like if you want to date someone who's outside of your industry you can like let it end weird and then go it's on not with a, but it's i mean yeah it's like hooking up with a co-worker it's like watch out and yes i've done that too but it's like <laughs> but like but yeah for comedy i just I'm like i'm not opposed to it i feel like if i like or if when i get more successful but i just am like just right now like that's i don't really feel like you know dealing with that drama you like, can tell it's distraction a, you yeah can tell it's a new year because you just changed your if to when you're like i got i got resolutions <laughs> to like, be more positive if, when i get successful <laughs> do you, you don't have a podcast do you no i do not i had the perfect i was walking the dog and i told tasha i have the perfect podcast title for you harper roses the hr department oh my and god and then people come in and you're the hr and they tell you their problems i don't know why that's don't, funny I like that. That's all I had. I got nothing else. <laughs> I like it. I'll let like, you know. I'll give you credit when I when thank you get that, when I get that going. Yeah. Um, so how long? So what was your post breakup process before the next uh, lucky fella? Like what? Like what My was the post break? Okay. So I was like the most unhealthy I'd ever been. So even like when I was like in like my very early twenties, like partying all the time. Like I like really one up to myself. I'm like. Okay, I was because I, I I was so sure I wanted this breakup, and then when it finally happened, I was like, uh oh, this is a pretty big change. And so then, and then when he like didn't want to get back together, I'm like, oh, this is like done, done, got you. And so <laughs> I was I decided to be very mature, and I just um just kind of was drunk, kind of basically blackout drunk. I went at work, mics, kind of whatever, just blackout from January until end of March. Like it was so unhealthy. I was like partying every single day, and I'm like, huh, "It's fun, guys, right?" And my friends are like, "We're worried about you." So okay. <laughs> that's a couple months. That doesn't seem. I, I mean, like that's pretty normal. I think it takes. A, I feel like three months is perfectly reasonable time to like go just crazy. crazy. It was. Were you trying to do like the whole just like casual thing for a while to get your mind off of the guy who wouldn't take you back after you dumped him? 
so I slept with a coworker of mine. LOL that I'm saying this on a podcast, but okay. So I slept with a co- but he's like still like one of my, he actually is one of my really good friends because like we really don't, I think he was like, he was going through a breakup too. And we're like, uh, what if we touch each other to feel something? And we're like, no more of this. So like it happened like a couple of times. We're still really good friends. And then like, I had like one wine night stand, but that's just really like, I don't know. I just, I felt so weird. I like left. I'm like, oh my God, no, no, no. Like I just, I can't what, do What that. made you feel weird about the one night stand? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, let's see. I'm not totally sure. I just like, I don't know. It just made, I think it just made me miss my ex more. And like, I was well, like, I don't, I don't like being like touched by a stranger. Like, it was just weird. I had never had a stranger. I don't know. <laughs> a CBS show. Touched I lost by a stranger. my virginity to my ex-boyfriend of like three, you know what I mean? Of like, you lost your virginity to the, yeah, the to this ex. 22. Yeah. So like I was like with him for so long. Hold on a second. So <laughs> no, no, no. Just cause I want, I'm telling I, it all. I, no, okay. no, please. Uh, everyone who's listening has got like a little golf scorecard. They're trying to, so because sometimes you date a guy, you go date someone else, you date again. So was this your, was this your first time being single after having lost your virginity to your ex? Yes. Oh, so you did two months of getting blackout and trying a one night stand. That sounds normal. Yeah, that's wow. I did way worse. Okay, Tasha, <laughs> what the Tasha? fuck? What the hell did you do, Tasha? Jeez, and I got and I got old lady <laughs> Tasha now. Jesus Christ. No, uh, high school Tasha went wild there for a few months post like lost virginity breakup. Like, Dang, yeah. yeah, that cuts deep. It you cuts know? so deep, yo. I don't know. Your first time. Why are you blushing? Because I'm embarrassed. <laughs> Why are you there? You brought it up. I, well, now I'm just embarrassed for myself. My no, no, it's no, true. Don't be embarrassed, honey. No, we well, all have to wild out and like look at what y'all have. Now. We were talking so about fine. we were we, because we got all these you know all of our family's stupid Christmas gifts. Thank you, family. But like we had nowhere to put them. We were literally putting things to goodwill, and I was like, well, I'll get rid of my college comforter that I still had. And yeah. Tasha's like, oh, you don't, you know that's probably covered in ho juice. And I was like, yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> Called it ho juice. Ho juice. Oh so we've all gosh. got a little ho juice in in, in us. And uh, no, but yeah, so you break over the guy you've i mean why that's that's kind of not to judge you but 22 is sort of late to lose your virginia you're good looking yeah no i was what was the deal there i was shy yeah no i uh, (laughs) I was really really shy and like scared of everyone and so whenever like but i I would always i like love to kiss and like make out and then they'd be like all right what about some more i'm like oh um actually i just remembered i have a dentist appointment they're like it's two in the morning i'm like "Mm, gotta go (laughs) and you just leave them yeah high and dry i was like so i was so nervous but what were you nervous for for uh, the first time or like did you or you or in my you, head i'm like the first person that touches me like that like i need to be in love with them and like i just like watched i think also like a lot of my friends in high school lost it in like you know in very casual ways and then like our high school was so mean it was like a cw show like everyone like was spreading rumors and if like you had sex everyone immediately found out about it and like, like one of my friends would like, she would cry in the bathroom every single day because she hooked up with this like guy that was on like some sports yeah, little like team, whatever. And he just was so mean to her at our school. And like, it was like crazy. And I was just- They hooked up and then he was mean to her? Yeah, yeah. And like, was like making fun of her. To, so it was so gnarly. So you were a little afraid of Yeah, not like any athlete dudes were gonna like come to, I would be like, hey, everybody, like you have braces, get away from me. But you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like in theory. So It's yeah. nice. <laughs> There's a skill that comes from developing late or just like, you know what I mean? Like you've got, you've got your humor. You've, it seems like you've, you've taken whatever nervous energy you had and turned it into like humorous kind of thing. That's a powerful thing. I think. Yes. The humor got. comes from dark, dark. No, <laughs> but yeah, I no, just but like, it does. Like, were you raised, <laughs> was it like a religious thing that you kind no, of No, my thought? parents aren't even religious. Like my mom loves religion, but we don't have like a set 
Um, but, and then my dad is um, like atheist, I guess. And then uh, yeah, my mom's like agnostic. Like she's like spiritual. Were you, was your town religious? Because you're from yeah, I grew North up in Carolina. Charlotte. I grew up in Charlotte for the most part. Um, but yeah, it's very, very religious. But, but you're saying there was a lot of fucking going on in high school. Yeah. Like you, your friends. I mean, it's North Carolina. Did you ever, there's something to do. Yeah. You're, you're in the tobacco fields or whatever they have in North Carolina. Yeah. I don't know. Um, wait, uh, Dawson's Creek. That was North Carolina, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Old Dawson over mm-hmm. there. Boy. That's yeah. that's before your time, but I wasn't even allowed to watch Dawson's Creek. I wasn't either. I wasn't allowed to watch The Simpsons, though. I really talk about repressed. I mean, I couldn't watch fucking cartoons. Yeah, Dang. I didn't watch any of that yeah. as well. Christian music, Amy Grant. Okay, moving on. Yeah, Virgin. Um, I lost <laughs> my virginity when I was 19 in a couple months, uh, to be exact. Okay. And, um, but that, to me, was late in my fraternity like no one knew i was a virgin because everyone just assumed everyone was already getting laid and i was i wasn't nervous in in the same sense i just was like i didn't have like closing game i couldn't i I didn't have the confidence to know if a a lady was actually attracted to me you know what i mean yeah and then and then you and then you start learning like women want to have sex too it's like fine not everybody but you can you start picking up on signs and 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 even then once you pick up on those signs you still might be wrong like with tosh i was wrong a few times and i was like time to go in for the kiss Mm -hmm. Eh, no whoops you know what i mean like sometimes you're just wrong but you have to like kind of learn what the signs are and i mean it's different for you because men are probably got their foot on the gas trying to have sex with you you know what i mean like like are if you're hooking up with these guys they're gonna want to progress it like i never had to worry about turn like turning the ladies down it wasn't it, is, it doesn't go that way. I wasn't like, <laughs> ladies, I'm not ready yet. I have a dentist appointment. You know, yeah. we don't know. Ever, no guy's ever lied about going to the dentist. Yeah, that's but, true. So once you, so once you had your dark, you broke, you break up with him mm-hmm. a year, around a year ago. I had like my self-sabotage, you know, phase, whatever. And then that's like when, but like I was doing a lot of comedy at this point. And then that's like when I just poured myself into, I was like going on the road, like doing like festivals. And then like, I went with one of my friends who's a little bit more established and he like, let me open for him a little bit. And like, so I was, I started like slowly, but surely like doing more things. And like that kind of like pulled me out of it. And then, um, yeah. But then you started dating another guy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Audience scorecard. Okay. And I'm not, sh- I'm fucking with you. This is totally normal. But then the next guy, were you, were you nervous to jump back in? Yeah, I was so nervous. Like he asked me out for like two months before I said yes. Cause I was like, no, 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 no. And this is how long you after. Get burned from heartbreak. You know, that yeah. like, first big heartbreak. You're like, it's also Fuck exhausting. This, never again. I also just like, you know, I, I'm very like, uh, I don't know. I guess I, I guess I'm kind of cavalier with like personal information. I'm like, okay, like I'll I'll talk about dating. I'll do this. I'll joke about it on stage, whatever. But then like actually knowing like deep like you know intimate secrets like that's like very exhausting. I feel like to like you know earn that trust with someone and then open up and then it, you know it doesn't work out. Whatever. Like I'm just like, do I really want to do this again? And honey, I guess I did because. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right though that it's like um it's like if you were to tell everyone your New Year's resolution or like or to say you're sober now. Well then when you're not sober you're gonna look like a failure or something when when mm-hmm. like you're in a relationship or like hey you're engaged or you're, you're married or whatever you gotta like you you gotta go on stage and be truth to true to what your, your circumstances are yeah and definitely. sometimes it doesn't happen right away sometimes you lose material because you're not with the guy anymore or like you got to reframe how you but the fact that you were like able to take your breakup and pour it into your kind of creative world is like really good therapy you know a lot of people don't have that sort of therapy to like to like pour things into the, their work you know i think yeah. that's like really nice that you have that but so how long after you how long after the breakup did you finally decide to let this guy take you on a date or whatever so he started asking me out in april and then we went out like end of may so okay yeah and then how what what's the situation with that (laughs) where's that at is this the same guy or is this a no oh my god yeah no so we dated um and 
he was like doing like all like the boyfriend things whatever and like we were like talking every single day hanging out like he told his mom about me and like i didn't even told my mom about him and then when he like his mom called and she's like oh you're with harper and i was like oh my god <laughs> and i'm like is this something okay and then <laughs> i finally like opened myself up and whatever and like sure would he call me dude sometimes that's okay we looked past it <laughs> <laughs> and then like we like waited to have sex was it only a month but whatever that's long in these days and then um a yeah. month in los angeles is that's <laughs> waiting till marriage right no but so then no, I, but that's really good i feel like you need to have like i'm almost jealous of you for like starting a little later because you have a little more emotional maturity right like you're you have more of a capacity to handle it was oh, it if you na- saw my twitter you know i'm not emotionally mature <laughs> but no but so, was it like, nice getting this like sort of getting some strange after the same guy for three years was that was there so an strange. excitement oh to God. was there an excitement to it you've yeah, got like a, it was and like yeah like we have like really really great chemistry um yeah, it was like really, really. Oh my god, you're so cute. Me <laughs> How distracting can you be, Tasha? You just chew on the banana chip. She literally will decide to eat so the funny. crunchy. There's Captain Crunch here Sorry. with Tasha, and then she makes no, a whole good. deal trying to avoid the sound. If you need to chew on something, just turn down. Tell me when you're chewing, and I'll turn your mic down. Okay, I, I as if I don't have enough hats here. I got. Sorry, excuse no. Me. Oh my god, I love it. Honestly, I think we should all chew. Um, radio, radio shows have the sneeze button, so they can hit the thing and cough. Or, you know, we don't have that. So next time you Dang. need a banana chip, Tasha because you're so malnourished i will turn your mic down anyway sorry turn it up i love it for the audio only (laughs) listeners i look like the asshole here but you don't get to see tasha go (laughs) two hours of post-production me trying to scrub the audio it'll be fun it'll be bonding time for you guys um but yeah no uh yeah no we have like really great chemistry whatever i ended up getting um embarrassed as they say um because i was like oh my god are you my boyfriend and he was like no i'm not ready for that and i was like oh wait he told his mom about you but was not your boyfriend <laughs> yeah it was it was cute you guys it was cute but so anyways it was super embarrassing where did you ask him that it wasn't another new year's eve party was it like, no where? no no i only do um big things on holidays so no no i uh <laughs> no um i think that was like in person or i was like oh are you seeing anyone else he's like no and then you know what it was i had put something on like instagram or something i like put like it was like a stupid like story of like i don't know i was just being silly and excited in my head i'm like oh yeah he's my boyfriend whatever because i was like oh he's not seeing anyone else um but i put like some instagram joke on and then he messaged me and he's like oh like you know i can see your stories right and i'm like yeah what's up and he was like yeah i'm not ready for anything serious and i just like you know i don't think we should do this anymore and that was over text what? <laughs> oh my god yeah it was it was nice the universe is what did humbling you po- what, what did you post on your social media that kind of it was just like a picture of a dog like waiting outside of like my work and then I was like oh when you're waiting for him to commit but acting breezy because like the wind was blowing the dog's hair and like, I was just like being silly and then um, yeah and then he didn't like that but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm anyway, so confused. Why is he telling <laughs> his mom about you but like not ready? I, uh, girl that's I don't so know. Weird. How old was he? Well okay so <laughs> Is he young? Do you got a young guy? Whatever, whatever. He's it's Los Angeles. You don't have to say <laughs> he's old then. He's a couple years younger than me. Yeah. Oh, he's younger than you. Yeah. Good for him. Getting that older pussy. Oh, yikes. Triple yikes. Um, Tasha and I like cringe. Okay. <laughs> well, sometimes we hear people's. Older. Yeah. Older. We hear okay. people's yeah. stories and. Uh, it's there's like obvious there's like an obvious kind of like through line of like you're the problem you know like sometimes like we we'll take we'll talk to people that it's like you know you're the issue you're the you sound like the horrible person here but it sounds like you're just kind of like in muddy waters with some of these relationships i mean also guys, los angeles uh, yeah that happened so before dave and i started dating 
I was seeing this guy and he ended up just like completely ghosting me. And I'm not one to like get ghosted. So I was like going to out ghost the ghost. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we just like never spoke again. But he was like supposed to come to a party, um, a-, a Halloween party. And he just like never showed. And then we just never talked again. And I like went to his house when he wasn't there and like got my stuff. Oh, like, wow. But like this was the guy who like went out of his way to be like, you're not dating anyone else, are you? Like, no, I, I want I'm, us to be the girl. Like, Tasha, I want us you probably, to be in a relationship. You probably got violently tonal with him and he ran away from it. You don't know when you can get bitchy. You're looking at okay. me bitchy right now. You know, It was know. like an early relationship. So bitchiness wasn't really a factor yet. You brought it out early with me. But I got day one because you needed you know, it. You needed the vibe check. It Dave. was such a one eighty that it like really threw me. But I'm I am realizing that that's fairly common in Los Angeles. Like somebody goes, they're acting like they're all in, and then one day they're just like, no, nah, never mind, and it's, and you're left to be like, uh, all right. So I feel like it's like when you're dating in a big city, it's you're con- you're dating with like a FOMO mentality. It's like there's so many other people, and like I'm this age, like what like I could be missing out on. And it's like, why can't we just love each other? <laughs> yeah. Just well, but LA is hyper competitive and there's other towns similar. I mean, New York, like women say, always complain about how, because there's like all these finance bros with millions oh of God. dollars and they have what's called intern season where the new interns come and they fuck them. I mean, it's like, I didn't make up these terms. You know what I mean? But it's like when there's a, when there's a supply and demand problem with dating in either direction. Like I have friends that went to like kind of all girls schools like in, in college and they would clean up with, with, with women way out of their league. And it's because they were like studying theater and there weren't other many options, but it's kind of just like LA you've got, you've got both men and women that are just hyper competitive pushing for their own dreams that if everything doesn't fall into place, someone just says, oh, I can't right now. Like you, you, you never know what someone else is going through with their issues. Yeah. No. And like, that's one thing that you have to, <clears throat> sorry. One thing you have to like really consider, um, when you date anyone or when you let anyone in, it's like every single person is just as complex sometimes, if not more so than you. So like, you have to like be patient with that person and realize like, Oh, like they can't just come in and like fix my problems. Cause they have a whole set of, of theirs that they have to deal with, you know? Yeah. And we, we do a, we, t- you know, this is, I don't know what, what episode this is 370. Maybe we, we've talked to a lot of people and our own issues. Everyone who listens knows we bring our issues first. We're not like, we're not like people who have our shit together, but you, we, what, what we lack in society lacks is sometimes just the compassion to like, know that like everyone's trying their best. And that's mm-hmm. the hardest thing. It's hard when you're in road rage traffic. It's hard when you're in line at the DMV. It's you just hard to look at someone as like, they're the star of their story and they're trying their best. And like, I don't know. I always feel, I always feel bad for people. And that's, that's like my codependency. We were getting, where were we the other night? We we're in like Albuquerque or something driving back. And, and, and I went to go pick up the um, foe or the foe whatever that fucking soup is and i felt bad for the guy working there at night and i don't know why why i I don't know i just was like oh this guy doesn't want to be here (laughs) like i was like i felt bad that i uh, could see him through the window and he looked like he was just chilling i don't know i just feel bad for people i like bring sadness into people's lives i think i just project their like that they're maybe it's in a total projection because i know if i had that gig i'd be like oh fuck this maybe he's super happy to have that job i don't know 
I always want more. We were talking beforehand about our side gigs and everything, and you, you know, you've been working. I don't know if, if sorry if you didn't want to talk about it, but oh, no, uh, it's okay. you know, restaurant industry, and it's yeah. just like it's hard. It's hard to like have your own company, which you do as a comedian. It's hard to have that and also stay afloat. And I, I'll never like I'll never like I, the, I, I just love how hard people have like work, and when it pays off, you feel so good for them because they're able to just like do a million side jobs. You know, we're not in the type of industry where you get plucked out of. You you know Nickelodeon at 14 mm-hmm. and just make it you know what I mean so it's like a hard how long you been doing stand-up for uh, it'll be four years in April yeah and what were you doing before that um just like college or be bopping around I I did college for like a for one semester so barely and then um moved up here and then I tried like one open mic and then I like ran off stage crying because I was too scared and then um I was acting for a little bit and then like every time I would book something like I would either get cut out of it or it would fall through or something so then I just stopped doing that and I just like but it's just, yeah, just kind of like milling about. And then finally I just like got back into, or started doing stand up. So what was the one semester at college all about? You just, you just figured it wasn't for you? Yeah. I mean, so like my mom and I would always fight in high school and like she, my mom thinks I'm smart, but like in high school, like art, like she would always try and hurt me. She'd be like, you know, like you're stupid, whatever. And so I was like, oh, well, I'll show you, you know, you know how fam is. <laughs> and so then I was just like, well, I'll show you. And so then I was like, I had it in my head. I'm like, you know, like I'm going to go and I'm going to get like, you know, I'm going to show her like what I'm going to do. And then I, uh, I got to school and then like immediately like day one, I'm like, I do not want to fucking be here. And it just was, I was never really that good at school. So I was like, I just need to drop this. And then my, my brother's like at UCLA, like, you know, for, at, for law school, like he's killing it. And like, you know, that's great. What did your parents think? Or what did your mom think about you quitting college? Um, she was disappointed, but like, overall she was like she's like i don't really care she's like as long as you are just driven and you are you find success in your life that like is healthy and makes you happy then just you do you and i was like all right and both my parents are creative so they don't they don't care i think you know college is great because it 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 can show you it can point you in directions but not necessarily in the purpose college is supposed to have like i got a degree in business but it it showed me that i didn't want that and it it gave me enough time to kind of like figure out what what i kind of like to do and and kind of got like i probably wouldn't have been able to get there if i was just an 18 year old dude who like you know quit school like I, like that my my path I'm cool with doing four years and then just completely finding something else mm-hmm. but like Tasha left you left school and like it's year three yeah, yeah. I it was just oh wow it wasn't a thing like um I was studying fashion design and I was in this super competitive like top ten in the world design school and um. They, it was year round and it was on the quarter system. So every other quarter you would like travel, travel or not travel, whatever you wanted to do, but you would go work for like a big fashion house. And, um, so I was like moving all over and I just realized that like all of the big companies that you work for where you're like actually going to make money, Mm -hmm. um, it was just not creatively fulfilling. It was a lot of, you know, fashion and all, yeah. everything's like that. It's just copying everybody else. So I don't know. It just felt like a lot of bullshit and corporate and not fun and exciting. And then the other option is like to work at like the really high end places for free, you know, and it, it just it wasn't exciting to me at all. And I knew that I wasn't happy there kind of from the beginning, but I stuck it out just because I felt like I should. But when I moved to New York for um, a fashion job, I started like modeling on the side oh, cool. and that really took off for me. So I was just like, mm, not going back to school. I told my parents like, mm, I'm just going to stay here. And they were livid. They were furious. Oh, wow. um, but I don't know. I mean, I agree with you, Dave, that I think college can be a fun time for like trying to figure yourself out, but also like, 
I don't know, my school, my program just didn't have any flexibility or freedom for me to like explore. I didn't have time to take extracurriculars that like would have helped me figure out something else that might have interested me more. And also it costs way too much. Like, yeah, like uh, if maybe if college was free, then it's like a good place to go to figure it out, but not at $40,000 a year. I mean, that sounds like a really stupid thing. If you don't know what you want to do and you shouldn't, but if you don't know what you want to do, you should just get like a general, like I was studying business. So it was really easy. But the things I learned by fucking around, being on my own and, you know, like kind of joining a fraternity. I mean, I was everything. I was in it. I was in it. Harper Rose. <laughs> I was in a fraternity Dang. planning, you know, theme parties, you know, everything ended in ho. It was all just like, oh you know, uh, w- uh, white trash weddings and, uh, you know, golf pros, tennis hoes that, you know, these things, these, these, these events don't happen anymore. I'm assuming. I don't think you can be throwing <laughs> tennis hoe parties anymore, oh my but, God. um, that was it for me. And I, I don't know. I, I, some of my friends, like, uh, like the guy who we went to go see perform in um, Memphis, Chris Ferrara, he's uh, killing it. What are you looking at? Telling him to get on his side of the couch. Oh, you're talking to the dog? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chris Ferrara is like, he's, he, he also, I think, was, a, was in the business school with me in a different fraternity. And he's uh, just in a band. And I get to see, I mean, I mean, Tasha will agree. This was the most airtight performance I've ever seen. I it mean, they, they, they had, a, they had a trombone and a saxophonist. And a, they had the, the guitar, right? The guitar, the, the keyboard guitar. They had everything. And they were so airtight, killed it. Vocals, everything was so good about them. And I was like, wow. When you talk about like, be like your your ten thousand minutes and working really hard towards your goals. This is a guy that has probably put in. I mean, for for the last fifteen years, I'm I'm turning thirty five this year. So like this guy's been out there hustling for a long time, and you can't make that up. And with yeah. stand up, you can't make up the time and energy spent, the blood kind of that's poured. Mm-hmm. Like comics that talk, that get real personal on stage. What might not work one day talking about your relationship that. When it's when it's all when it's all ready, it's just gonna blow up in some sort of huge like relatable way. So I think that you're really good at having that sort of um, I, I, honesty. I think on stage where like if you're going through your breakup, the audience is gonna know, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now, so so the second guy, did it hurt more getting? Because sometimes I think. Oh, this breakup hurt the most. That was like the most painful because I just felt so goddamn stupid, y'all. I had that was like. Oh my God, that hurts so much. Like for the relationship, that was like the long one where like we had like a, you know, a, a beautiful, like, you know, mutual love. And then it ended. Like I was like more like mourning, like, oh, our future, like, oh, we could have been married. And oh, like, oh, that's Potential. what we're not going to do. You know what I mean? Like, oh, like, and like I was so close with his family. And so like I was mourning all of those things, like not just him necessarily. And he's a great person, but like, you know what I mean? But then, uh, but then with this, I was like, oh, fuck. And like when I left his place, like the day before he broke up with me, I was literally thinking, like, I think he's going to say he loves me soon. Like I was so dumb <laughs> just blindsided oh okay. i was bl- and i literally was telling my friends i'm like you guys like guess what and then they're like wow harp okay okay and then the next day i'm like all right bit of a plot twist bit of a motherfucking plot twist. <laughs> now were you were you gonna say to him that you loved him no because i've done i've done that with the past two people i dated and i was like i'm not fucking saying i love you the first anymore like for my first like adult relationship i dated a woman for almost a year and like i said we said it after like three days of knowing each other like it was like crazy. I was just like, that's I lesb- love you. That's she, a lesbian move. Honey, yeah, we moved fat. We moved in together. Like it was we're like thirty-four minutes in, and we're just finding out that you dated a woman for a year. This yeah. is a uh, way to bo- uh, boil. Uh, was it? Was I it was, bury the lead here? Yeah, honey. Yeah, I'm all about surprise. No, tell I us was, about that then. What was okay? It? So I was twenty-one, 
and she was 33. <laughs> there you go. And wow. <laughs> Does the half your age plus seven rule apply to lesbians? I don't know. Because 33, know. half her age would be what? 16 and a half plus seven is 23. You're too young for her. Yeah, no. Yeah, I what, No, the, the power dynamic was real. Um, But yeah, no. So that was, as you say, an abusive relationship. We <laughs> love to see it. And uh, that lasted for about a year. And then, yeah, got out of that. What did you learn from that? Um, oh my God, don't date a Coke addict. Oops, but then I went back to one. No, he said that. <laughs> you get, you do, you know, when you don't solve your problems, you do see them again. It's cyclical. Yes. No, I learned that I needed to go to therapy. And I also learned, like, uh, like the second someone starts showing you red flags in the beginning, like, and if they're just small, they're only going to get bigger. Cause in the beginning they're, you're trying to show your best self. And so like, don't make excuses because that's them, honey. So you need to get out of that. Yeah. But, but are you afraid now? So say you meet another guy or, or a lady, whatever, uh, it's 2020, whatever you need yeah, to whatever. do. And, uh, or, or other, um, or other gendered, I don't care. Uh, sometimes people have red flags. You know, I, yeah. I, I think we had red flags. I would, I couldn't, I we couldn't every- communicate right. It was so fucking frustrating that I would make her upset when I wasn't still, it still is frustrating. I'm like, I'm trying to be nice. You know, I'm just getting like yeah. angry, <laughs> but it's frustrating when you can't be on the same page. So I always wonder how to separate that. And I guess that's the hard part, a red flag guess- from someone who's working on some shit and they're not good at it. Yeah. I think like, I mean, yeah, it's just, it's definitely kind of hard to tell like, oh, like, can is this something that can be fixed or is this a red flag that's like uh oh danger you know what i mean like yeah is this something that we're willing to work on i think more than anything else like a red more a red flag would be like we can't communicate and neither one of us is interested in trying to com- communicate better but like both of us were interested in trying to make it work so once i once more of a challenge and less of a red flag what mm-hmm. i had to learn how to do and i still have to remind myself this is to because i get very like like we'll fight and tasha will literally think the relationship's over but then i will get so angry that i can't resolve things right away that it would probably bring this other anxiety like i would put fuel on the fire totally so i've had to learn to just calm down and know like tasha's gonna need some time to get to the point where we can even talk again and sometimes that's not much time and sometimes it's a little bit longer but it's 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 for me it's the patience i've had to learn and i've had i've had so many men tell me this during some long-term relationship or they talk to you like a vietnam fit they're like bro you just gotta ride it out you know and it's true like some you know we're all at different paces of 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 what we need to sort of overcome like tasha like i i know i don't make you upset because i'm a bad guy i think i think you've just i mean i i can't speak for you but i think you've just got some like uh, knowing the more I've gotten to know your family, the more I understand that you don't want to be told what to do. You're just a very unique person, but I've learned to love that in her. I know I'm sounding like I'm being critical. I've learned to love that you have to live, you know, moved away from your family, lived on your own, and you've just kind of been this like stray cat that I've been like, hey, how are you? Let's go, you know. And I'm yeah. just scaring the shit. I mean, I can feel her just the, the just the anger go up her spine, and I'll like back into the kitchen over here where she has no way out, and she's like, and I'm just. <laughs> hugger and you can just like i can feel your reptilian body want to just push me away so it's a lot when 
you decide to hug me and kind of relax and calm down or whatever fears you have or anxiety or stress. I mean, it's a lot. Been dating, you know, we, we were engaged uh, for uh, three or four months. I don't know. Been engaged for a little bit. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. We're engaged. Uh, what is it? Because okay. <laughs> I know whatever number I'm going to say, she's going to correct me. Uh, uh, by three, by three or four months. And we've been dating for, months. I think this will be our six year anniversary. <laughs> we can awesome. do the math. But it's like, we've had to, we've had to look at these things and it's, it's sometimes when you when you when you spook somebody or when you deal with your we call it our limbic system flares it's mm-hmm. that fight or flight mode when you deal with that you have to realize like how I, I have to realize how I can affect her day and how she can affect mine and like at, last night the Patriots lost I'm a big Patriots fan I got a Tom Brady I'm just obsessed with this guy like I really I'm, I will for sure cry when he retires for sure Dang. wow I'm learning so much <laughs> yeah that's just I've put it's maybe it's you know just I've needed this bigger brother figure in my life and then Tasha last night the Patriots lose and she was just quietly sitting next to me and I know for a fact you didn't want to do that but you're like letting me watch the press conference after the game and all these oh, things that's cute and I know that's she so just cute. wanted to be like are you gonna cook for me now like you know <laughs> what I mean? but you gave me that you gave me a couple hours to kind of listen because I'm, I'm an old man I listen to the press conferences after the games I listen to sports talk radio the dang other, okay I you're go, like in you're I'm like in, in it. it I'm in it and yeah, that's right. just my thing but you know what I could be you know I could be blowing my money on hookers so I think you know it's wow. been a little obsessed with Tom Brady's not too I'm shabby I'm let you process and yeah <laughs> let me process that so I don't have to go bang yeah. get some hand job in the valley because because, oh, uh, no. you know, to relieve my stress from it all. But, um, but yeah, so you learn, you learn, I think the difference between a red flag and somebody who's just like, not, doesn't have all the same qualities. Like I've, like I've got, I've got certain qualities that I'm stress-free to the max when it comes to driving. I, we just drove across the country. You didn't, I mean, like for really chill. But the one day that I was a little stressed was the day that I had a stand-up spot at a new club. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, so like, I have to realize like I channel my anxiety. I get extra annoyed short with certain things when I've got like my limbic system flared, but it's very different from when Tasha has hers. So you have to just like sort of learn each other's cheat code and then just do your best to kind of either like avoid respect the- each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I feel like the main thing I learned from my long relationship was that like, it's so much more important to like, just say, I don't think like be like a pushover is what I'm saying, but like just say sorry if you hurt the other person's feelings. And like, cause I used to like choose these, I would like try and like, you know, like die for like every single like little battle. And I'd be like, well, I'm right. I'm right. And like, we spent three years of me just like, I'm just, I'm right all the time. And then like, he'd be like, no. Like, and he was very stubborn too. So we were always betting heads. And like, now I just feel like that's like took so much fight out of me. I'm like, you don't yeah. need to be right all the time. Like if someone's hurt, listen to them and be like, yeah, winning's for okay. single people. Yeah. Win- winning the is, ego you need is to for single. That. You need to leave that and just and then you just realize like you should care more about like what they're you know the other person's it's like a defensiveness thing it is is, and it's really dave has a defensiveness no i don't (laughs) but it's true that it's like so much easier when you can just be like you know what i'm not a perfect person i'm gonna take ownership of this thing maybe i said a hurtful thing maybe i did something wrong i'm gonna take ownership i'm gonna say i'm sorry and we're gonna move on i've also so much simpler yeah i've explained to you why i'm defensive sometimes because like say say I clean the house and you're and you're you know Tasha's a little OCD she's kind of like she likes control and things have to go in a certain place and then she'll notice the thing that's out of control before complimenting the thing I did so immediately I'll be like are you fucking kidding me while you've been at work I've been I've just you know and and that's like the bitterness I'll bring to it because you can't do a nice deed for someone else without resenting them for it you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and you learn and you learn about that and then I'd be like babe I'm being defensive 
and I'll, sometimes I'll take, you know, I'll have to go walk the dog around the block a few times for it. But I'll be like, babe, I'm being defensive because I don't feel valued because I did all this. And she'll go, oh, you know, you're right. You did all that. And like, we can just but that's talk good that y'all it can, out. Like, yeah, have, yeah, communication is so, so important. Now, you know? would you, would you go back to dating a woman? Would you, is, was that a yeah, bucket list yeah, thing? Yeah, over the summer, like when, cause, cause so I, yeah, so he broke up with me um or yeah i don't know we like well we had like a little mini like break like over the summer and then like i was like with the a girl. blind side guy yeah yeah okay. the blind side guy honey i love that okay <laughs> all my friends are like the coked out guy and it's always no but so like yeah we had like a little mini break in the summer and then i went to europe and like i had like a little fun thing okay okay um with a woman and then came back we like linked up again got back together he dumped me on my ass and then we yeah we're split and then like i like, kind of talked to a girl but i was just so hurt like i just like couldn't but like now like he's like kind of like coming back into my life i don't know i don't know you guys the guy the guy that the blindside coked guy blind is side. coming back yeah, in your life he keeps it interesting we now love it. we love it so maybe but wait is <laughs> why is he even an option i i get really upset because harper doesn't want a serious thing she's no well i don't know but like I why <laughs> i don't know i just feel like a guy that's like l- right making you ride this roller coaster it's like no but you know why? he had his issues i watch like i'll be like i know but so like he had like his you know his issues and like i was like i didn't really know because like he didn't really open up that much to me about this and so like it kind of made me understand more now was it respectful what he did <laughs> no of course not but it's like you know i don't know I just, now now yeah i mean well <laughs> I think you have the right to just decide to date a guy that's not right for you or that has, you know, I think one of my friends told me it's like when you're done with someone, then you're done with them. She's like, it's so simple, but she was like, you know, we can tell you Harper, don't date him. Don't do, you know, don't date her whatever, blah, blah, blah. But it's like at the end of the day, until you're done with that person, then, you know, that's all that matters. Gun to your head, male or female. What would you uh, stick to? Am I allowed to ask these questions? I don't know. Is this seems, rude? Yeah. It seems well, like every guy wants to know. It's like, because we don't, like, if Tasha, if Tasha, um, which I feel like there's a spectrum to sexuality or whatever, and I think, I think uh, everyone's on a different, I think, I feel like Tasha, you're probably attracted to women. I don't know. You're probably, I don't know. Like, I, I can't offer Tasha what a woman could offer her. So I'm, I'm kind of like, uh, you know, guys, you know, like, there's always that woman's like, I'm done with men. And it's like, well, I can't help you there. I don't know. I'm a guy. So, like, is there, is there something, was there anything you got out of the relationship with the woman that you wish guys could do for you? Either um, emotionally. Make me or- come. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> she really set you up for that one. <laughs> come on, the coked uh- out guy doesn't go down on you. <laughs> Blow a line and have a night. I don't know. <laughs> um, was that it? Was it purely like, where is it more of a sexual thing or okay, was there a better that, communication? You know what, okay. Cause whenever people are like, why would you stay in an abusive relationship for a year? Because that sex was fire, honey. Okay. You'd, like it was crazy. And like, it was like such a toxic relationship. It was so bad. Like we would get in like physical and like uh, verbal fights all the time but like we would make up in like such like a passionate way what's a and physical fight what, what's a lesbian oh she pushed fight? me on the flight of stairs jesus what? christ yeah when she was really drunk oh were, you, were you were you fighting already or was she behind you like how many no you? we were fighting already and like we lived in like a loft and so then she like pushed me was it like sl- like uh slip on your heel fall on your butt the way down or did you go forward I like um that would be the worst crime scene detective because like, I'm like, I took, like victim a few, blaming. I like stumbled for a few steps and then just like fell on like my like yeah did you have sex after that 
Yeah. <laughs> but keep oh in mind, God. I'm 21. She's 33. I like didn't know. This is like my first like adult relationship. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Like she was like your your lesbian shaman. right? Yes. There. Yeah. God, no. Uh, yeah, it was just crazy. But then like I dated like women after her that were so nice. Like so like gun to my head. I don't know because I, I like both, you know. And it's not about the gender. It's about the person. When you find the person that's like your match. It, you know, but you, but and again, I'm not I'm not trying to make this a gender thing, but obviously there's some things here. So when it, when we have I don't know if you know Heather Terman, lover, a uh, good friend of the podcast, she broke up with her wife and that's now with her new wife. They're both Heather's, Heather mm-hmm. and Heather, Heather Squared. Love them. She's awesome. Go Vikings. Love Heather. Um so, but she talked about how like her ex they would get in these fights mm-hmm. and like men I couldn't get in that sort of fight with Tasha I came like oh yeah I pushed her down Push the flight down the stairs <laughs> and then we fucked no, up no. Uh, but I've looked at you even even last night it was last night or this morning where I like fake strangled you and we were laughing and I was like I just giving you the evil look I mean we were having fun and all but I wasn't clearly I was wasn't underneath my weighted blanket I have a weighted <laughs> blanket and I had kind of curled myself around it and he pushed me over but like it, I really was stuck because I was underneath the weighted blanket oh, Oh my god Harper, and the he first was like time i could kill you right now and i was like yeah i think i would have a hard oh, time like, fighting i'm praying you for <laughs> eternal sleep so let's go this yeah. is gonna haunt me in years from now when he threatened to kill her we were uh, having fun um but it's you know it's they funny is we we switched to a memory foam mattress and i was trying to be like flirty one night and i like threw her under the bed and she's like my fucking neck <laughs> no spring there you just yeah, gotta like stick no, into it like a like, looney tune character yeah. and i was like and it, it, it immediately oh goes from me being like an assertive alpha being like oh i'll throw you onto the bed and she's like oh and i'm like oh so sorry baby baby like, oh no 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 yeah but see that's the right response because like sometimes like i've like, had people like like i had friends like that are in relationships like yeah um you know when he gets really angry he'll like punch the wall like right by my head but like at least it's not my head right <laughs> and i'm like you need to get out of that yeah. okay. no yeah. one teaches men and i'm not making an excuse but if it was very hard to go to to, to learn how to navigate relationships where you can't just punch a wall, where you can't just say like, you can't just yell at the top that's of your lungs. That's called toxic masculinity. Well, we have a word for it That's now. totally fine. Call it what you want to call it. Um, but, but that's exactly, you know, it, toxic masculinity is not just a word that women say because feminism, no, it's because we feel for you and we want guys to be taught in their formative years about emotional maturity and how to communicate. Totally understand this. We had, we had Leon, you too. Leon Walker mm-hmm. on the podcast a few episodes ago and he went to fucking, you know, he got a felony. He got in a fight with a guy because he couldn't control his emotions and now wow. he has to do yoga. But he, has, he said it's a process we have to learn how to control this thing inside of us. I'm not saying all men have it or but all women, women have it. women learn how to do it from a young age and men don't. You sort of do. You so, but you sort of also this morning you were like huffing and puffing around, ooh, making all this noise because yeah, you couldn't I'm find throwing Tasha, things. You couldn't find your post-it notes, and you were like, ooh. <laughs> so don't tell me you learned how to do it. You would have punched the wall. I if think it wasn't. in general, women learn like to walk on eggshells. We just learn how to be delicate and to t- we we're more um, externally focused on on everyone else around us and we can read people's feelings we can read the room and we know how to respond to certain situations because it's like a stay safe sort of thing but guys don't ever learn that no because when you're with your buddies or when you're with whoever you can just yell it can be like you can have that conversation about sports or whoever talks the loudest gets their say in and that just you can't be in a relationship where you just try to shout over and if you are Mm -hmm. and if and if you're doing that you probably are dating the saddest person who's like just not happy because you know i mean you can't i mean because like your relationship so 33 she's 33 you're 21 you've got i mean are you just like idolizing her like she's in her 30s she knows what she's doing like where is it like a professor student relationship very driven 
and yeah and like she was so funny and charming that's like what drew like she's so so funny like oh how'd, my you guys, God. how'd you guys meet <laughs> it's so bad we met in an improv class <laughs> that's the most lesbian way to be i know ask me where i met my boyfriend after that in an improv class yeah honey improv, <laughs> improv people it's my are darkest secret it's my darkest secret you said you didn't date no comedians and then well, they here weren't comedians okay god improv is a place it's just like if you it do is theater kind of a hookup place it's a hookup place uh, people Absolutely. are fucking horny in improv i yeah. will tell you this i will go on the record and say Improv are, like has the horniest people. So if you're looking to date, yeah, you should get like get a, your ass like, to a get UCB, off honey, Tinder. Yeah, get get your your ass ass you should have like a ten percent discount code because you're gonna get dicked down or munched down, whatever it is. Because there's <laughs> dicked down or munched down. That's charm with Harbor Rose. Get yourself dicked like down at Groundlings. That's the name of the episode. Dick down or munched down. <laughs> it's like you know, I just wanted to go for five hundred dollars. You can go to Groundlings and get munched down, yeah. really to the core. I mean, truly back to back, honey. That's like. But did she did she uh appro- like oh God, did she come after you had you had you known she, that you were into women before that yeah i did but like i never really acted on it because i was just kind of like oh everyone thinks girls are cute like that oh whatever and then um and i never really acted on it but then um like we would hang out outside of class more and more and more and then like one night i'm the like the one that like came on to her like we were like hanging out like we were drinking or something and then i kissed her and she's like what are you doing you're not gay and i was like i am now and then all of a sudden we were married no i'm just kidding uh, yeah then we just like dated for a while interesting so Mm -hmm. you you've come a long way you went from you know having to go to the dentist at 2 a.m in high school with these guys (laughs) to then 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 approaching and hitting on a lesbian that's a big Mm -hmm. now but are you how's your game now when it comes to like making the move on the guys um i mean honestly i just like I don't even know how to even answer that. I like, I, there'll be some days where I feel like very outgoing and confident and whatever, but like now more than not, like, especially cause I've calmed my drinking down. Like, <laughs> like when I was drinking, I'd be like, titties out, let's go. Like I was like crazy. That's where your boldness. Yeah. That's came where my from. boldness came. Munch I mean, down. Like, yeah. I was like, let's down to much. Okay. Oh my God. My mom's going to like, listen and like kill me. Um, but so, uh, <laughs> but like, no, I, um, yeah, no, I like, I definitely like was like drinking or like, I would like hide behind, like, you know, I would like almost use like my loud crazy side as like a mask and so like now i've like really like mellowed out so you, be, you basically had beer muscles yeah basically yeah, that, and beer yeah. con- that alcohol confidence yeah and hey like, that's what gets people laid though <laughs> yeah you know i mean there's that there's that move that can be made when you've had a, a drink or two that you know just can get, get you over that awkward hump or whatever mm-hmm. but sometimes you know like uh like how so because you know we've, we've we've been out of the game for a bit now how has it changed how has dating changed in the post me too era or the current me too era has how are guys are guys asking for consent yet? Are we there? Or are we just going for it? Because I know they say um, you got to ask for consent, but every woman I've talked to, and I and I and I can every woman I've talked to says they do not want a guy to say, "Can I kiss you?" Do you know what I mean? It's about reading the room. It's about re- if I'm like backing away, and he's like, "I'm gonna come over." It's like, "Oh my god, oh my god, what are you doing?" You know what I mean? Like that's <laughs> fucked. But it's like. Yeah, like I don't know. Are you date guys? No with one's that like voice? bringing out a contract <laughs> and being like, uh, "Would you like to sign this so we can have fornication?" That's, that's like, like a thing that's, that's made up no, by that's people like, who are dude, a, a sorority in it's college. Hostile, it's hostile dudes like fucking saying that. Like I, you just have like, to sign out of, out of the house. The sorority we 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 throw parties with the sorority Chi Omega, and they would have to go back. They would all have to go back to their uh, sorority, and then if they wanted to come back and like hook up, they would have to sign out. Mm-hmm. But that I mean that was that that was good intentions for that. Tasha's having a chew. I can you guys. Oh, 
Oh, she turned the mic off. Hey. Says, hey, if you guys want to hear Tasha right now, let's see. No, okay, good. She's off. <laughs> Wait, did I just actually, did I just turn myself off? No, I'm there. Okay, sorry about that. Even when she tries her best, I still make it awkward. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously there's no contract. So I know it's about reading the room, but like, has so has anything changed with the way you're seeing men sort of approach uh, not wanting to be toxic or not wanting to be, you know, or wanting to be respectful? Has anything changed? I think, I mean, I've just been lucky enough. I just personally really haven't noticed a difference. And I mean that in a positive way, just for the people that I have dated have when it comes to being intimate, like they've been nothing but respectful. So, and the people like whether I've dated or just like had a night, if you will, um, like everyone's just been really respectful. Well, the, the guy you had not. a night with the, um, that you felt weird after or whatever Ugh. you felt. I mean, what, Ugh. what was the post night text? Was there any of that? Like we oh good? Are you all right? I like, like can't even, it was just, <laughs> was it an alcohol um, driven experience? Or yeah. Was where it? did no. you guys meet? Oh my God. You Improv. Guys. Of course. Touch. No, <laughs> no, I branched out of my usual. No. Okay. So oh, I you took a sketch I class. Him, <laughs> I think I met him when I was like 20 or 21 and then like just never really like we like kind of talked for a little bit, whatever, and then never did anything. And then when I got out of this relationship, so I guess it wasn't technically a rando cause I knew him, but then, um, yeah, he'd been like trying to like go out with me and then, yeah. And then we went out to a bar and then I was just like dead set. I was like, I don't want to date. I don't want to like do any of this. Like, let's just, you know, whatever. And then he had like sent me poems. Oh my God, I can't. And then, <laughs> oh my God. Po- did it like uh, good, good rhyming poems or limericks or just really too deep? Yeah, you, you didn't guys, like it. It was like tragic. I was like, I can't. And so then um, I'm like, turn out to be too mean, but yet here it is. So yeah, yeah you're it was fucking like, uh, it was uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable. I was just like, okay, dude, like stop sending me fucking poems. Was the and sex then, uh, reminiscent of the poetry? Well, I like wanted to fuck him since I was like, you know, in my like early twenties, I'd wanted to fuck him for a long time. You had a nostalgic lady. Yeah. Daughter. And so I was like, I need to fuck him for like my 20 year old self. Like I need to see what it was like. And then I did it and I was like, <sighs> How no did you did you stay in touch with this guy? No, I mean I guess you're no, not no, that no. old. You're I, young. I told him on my because he was like trying to take me out and then like on my birthday. Oh my god, I'm horrible. I just, on your birthday. Then on my birthday, I was like, no, stop texting me now. This is like not. This is not happening again. Was so he wasn't picking up on your hands that it was a one no. and done. Oh my god, I'm so rude. I was like just. <laughs> I had this. Uh, I had this da- this young dame back in in uh, my college days who uh, who I met and we had you know uh, uh, ho juiced ho juiced it up. Oh, as you do. Um, wasn't didn't think that was gonna happen i was there being a wingman for my buddy mm-hmm. and 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 whatever it was fine and then afterwards i kind of like texted her to like hey we're gonna hang is this a summer thing and i didn't ask her if it's a summer thing but it was summer so i was like you know we're we gonna see each other you know that type of thing and then i found out from my another buddy he was like dude i heard that like uh becky i'm just using a name i uh you don't know her obviously this is uh this is decades ago um she, uh, my buddy was like dude I heard becky said you were like really creepy and i was like well becky and i hooked up so i think i have the right to be and he was like like he couldn't believe that because she was talking shit about me after she wanted to hook up with me you know what i mean people are weird you don't you never know what like like maybe she just wanted you know like maybe she was overcoming her ex or whatever and she just needed and i was like the lucky idiot that was walking by like oh, i'm dave you know yeah. like like sometimes it's sometimes sometimes it's like right place like right time like really whatever yeah or wrong place wrong time or but, wrong place yeah very but much so, so so was it uh, it sounds like the, this specific uh, p- uh, poetry, this Robert Frost character, over <laughs> here, who uh, this guy, you know, uh, it sounds like he was a bad one night stand. But or are you uh, are you turning so was, that away? Was sex or? bad? 
No, it was good. I wasn't going to ask that, Tasha. I'm asking wow. some personal no, questions. No, ta- Tasha, earmuffs, Dave. <laughs> no, ta- no, it was good. It was still good. But it just like... Ew. Sometimes somebody's too intense for me. It was, yeah, it was like, it was, yeah, it was intense. And I was just like, uh, okay. It's interesting as a guy to hear that the sex was good and you still didn't want to like see him again. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like for, as a guy, we're, I mean, maybe it's also, just me. I mean, but- I was like, you know, metaphorically and literally opening myself up <laughs> after being, you know, with one person that was like my best friend, my, my everything. And then, I mean, like our relationship, like we like stopped being like, I, like a couple, like eight months before, like we officially stopped. You know what I mean? Like the, the intimacy had left like eight months before we had like actually broken up. Had you talked about date, like um, trying other things to help the relationship, like uh, yeah. open a relationship or things like that? Yeah, we had talked about it, but like both of us, we were, just, were very stubborn. So like one of us would try and talk about things, but then like the other person never wanted to do it. So it just ended up not working out. Like, I think he's an amazing person. I am so lucky and grateful that he was my first, like everything. Like, I think he's like, I have nothing but amazing things to say about him now. I just think, you know, it's just our relationship just ran a course. And now what if he uh, sells yeah. that, uh, hit single he wrote and uh becomes successful and finds that ambition i mean like you think uh, he's already finding it like he's you guys he's so good like but that doesn't crazy. turn you on again to be like oh maybe i do like him still like no you know? I, like i just saw him in con- i just saw his concert like a few weeks ago um and like that was always like when i was the most attracted to him when he was on stage like it's, he's just incredible but like yeah like i saw him again and like i didn't have any feelings of like fuck like that was my baby like i, I want him back like i was just like oh my god i'm so proud of you right oh, nice. now like it was just so beautiful. And like I saw his parents, it was so, it was amazing. It's a real sign of maturity when you can, I don't know if, you know, when you can actually like wish someone well and not have really have any sort I've of. I've never need. had a breakup end this. Well. I mean, like I haven't had like that many like official, official boyfriends, but like, yeah. Or like, or girlfriends, whatever. But like, I've never had a relationship be this like mellow. Out, now, now you know what, what about mean? the, um, the, the chick who pushed down the stairs? I mean, have you oh, ever had I, any communication with her? Or no, any, I like, called the police on her. She like moved away. We do but not, not from speak. The, She's blocked. You, I cannot. You didn't call the police on her from that episode from no the, honey. I, I, because I you forgave her. So because but, you still went something on else. I'm not going to talk about it. I'll oh, tell hey, you guys all right. Yeah, I appreciate it. Was, it. Like really not. We like to get you to the line of where you got me there. We're like, we're like seven questions past where we normally get. No, you're very, it's your most, you're, you know, so you we can tell when someone just isn't like I'll tell you off open. of this but like yeah just, no no just no on that's the off chance yeah. she like listens I like, can't like yeah please at least let her subscribe to the podcast anyway. please uh, <laughs> and um, what else do I want to know we're almost out of here oh geez we're actually at an hour wow time flies when you hear Harper Rose's love story <laughs> <laughs> what's what's next for you what's in the uh, what's in the overall and again I don't I'm not trying to project on you like you need to be in some long relationship but what do you want like what what what's the ideal situation for you. With your personal life. So with each, like the past like relationships I've had that they've failed, it's always been like a trust issue. So like, I don't know, I don't know if you can ever really trust someone, but like, I would just love to like, yeah, like the next person I date, I just like want to be able just to like trust them and for them to like respect my busy uh, schedule. Do you, do you ever, have you ever been cheated on? Yeah. So, so is that part of like the, I mean, like, I guess if you've been cheated on, it's hard to trust the next been, person. Even But though. it's like not even just with, it's like cheating, it's lying. It's, you know. Yeah. That's all encompassing of the I, word like trust issue. Yeah. You know, I've, I've always, I've probably projected, like I, like for, for our relationship, I've always um, wondered why Tasha trusts me so much. <laughs> I really do. Like you never like accusing me. Although the other day you were like, what are you listening to? And it was sports talk radio. <laughs> like what do you like, what, what could I have but been listening to? it wasn't because I, 
I was just annoyed and I wanted to know what was so interesting that you had to be listening. But like, to he, I love like a, st- you never like, why were you at like, you, you don't really like, ever think I'm fucking around. No. Which is interesting. I don't think you guys would be engaged if she thought that. <laughs> no, no, but it's still interesting to me because like I, because I came into the relationship like, um, not jealous, but I'd get anxiety if like I didn't hear back from Tasha or something. And I would, I would always take it to a dark place. And that's just, again, because I've been in relationships where like, I didn't have that sort of trust given back to me. So I do understand like the residual effect of past relationships fucking with you. So I do hope that you can find the right person that you do have trust. And I think you will like find somebody that you just have trust in that they've got your best interests at heart and that they're, you know, it's, it's out there. It's just, you got to get through the muck. Yeah. You know what I mean? Definitely. And then you'll appreciate it more once you get through the muck. Yeah. Because like, like, you wouldn't trust it. If you found Mr. Right as like your first person, you might think there's Mr. Writer out there, but like, it's hard to find somebody that you, you mesh with. So when you find people that you don't mesh with, it's, you know, you can, you can thank uh, this lady for pushing you down the stairs. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah. It's nice. And like, I'm surprisingly not even jaded. I'm just like, yeah, you know, that's just, we're all just people. We're all flawed. And you just got to find the one person with the flaws that like, or, you know, whatever. You just have to find the person with flaws that like mesh with yours. Be flawed with a smile like Harper Rose over <laughs> exactly. here. How Be can broken. people find <laughs> your, your whatever, what it like promote some stuff for us here. Your oh, social, your. Okay. Um, yeah. My socials uh, for Twitter and Instagram is just at Harper Rose D. And then my website's Harper and then um, I'll be at the Laugh Factory January 13th at nice. 7.30. Yay, congrats. Amazing. Yeah, and then come you. do our Mimosa show. I don't know when the next date is. I don't. I haven't booked it January. Maybe it'll be late January. We just got back from a road trip, so I don't have my dates lined up. But our next Mimosa stand-up show, you should totally do it. I'd we love have to. past podcast guests and funny comedians and all that. So for those listening, go support Harper. And then, Tasha, do you have anything to promote other than your TikTok account? Yeah, follow me on TikTok. <laughs> Tasha <laughs> underscore Courtney. I just got TikTok. It's so addicting. Oh, my God. I love it. I wanted to write a joke about I don't have this isn't you know something I would say on stage maybe it would but like I because I spent the whole road trip being her TikTok videographer and like I thought an Instagram boyfriend was bad this is horrible horrible I mean we spent 45 minutes in a hot tub trying to get the shot it is a no in the pool in the pool pool. just the timing the timing I couldn't hear the song so but yeah. it's like I feel like a having a having a fiance who does TikTok. I feel like a pedophile. It's like no, she's not oh a child. God. She just does TikTok. <laughs> it is funny. Have you have you gotten on the app at all? I okay. I downloaded the app just to watch my friend Pallavi do her, who's an amazing comic as well. Um, I just I downloaded the app just to watch her TikToks because I'm like I'll like support you like that. But then she's like, oh, you should make them. I'm like, I'm too shy. But <laughs> it, they're very the ones that go viral are very addicting. Like when they when they start showing you fun things, you can fall into a hole for like hours and. Just start watching this stupid shit i have to say that but anyway tasha started doing one and then she did one uh, how many views is it up to you did one um it's probably over a hundred in the national yeah go look she did one in a national park like a like the end uh and it like it was my like first thing that's ever gone mini viral and now i'm definitely addicted like, dang okay yeah it's like once you get like that like first that rush yeah, yeah and i'll like, like never be able it. to do it again like i feel like it was a fluke but the internet tells you what you're good at sometimes and tasha's good at tiktoks you're good at tiktoks <laughs> Um, I've got, um, Harper Rose, I've got, 
Oh, oh, Bachelor starts tomorrow. Do you watch the show? Oh, you know what? I do not. But my, I'm in a group chat with my family that does that does watch it, and then so I get updates like that. Don't way. watch it. Save yourself the time. But I do Bachelor recaps every every season. So this will be my I think eighth or ninth season doing Bachelor recaps. So nice. for those listening, go to my YouTube and just search Dave Neal and find my YouTube. I'll put a link in the description here. And then I'm always trying to get people on there. And then Hollywood Posers, our new web show, started. We just got our sixth episode and seventy five thousand views. So we're fucking doing it my buddy and i my buddy cheney and i we we basically watch people take photographs in public and then do play-by-play commentary that's oh, what we nice. do so it's super creepy it's fun whatever but you know and then um someone said we're the best comedic duo since bert and ernie that was the best credit we got strangers like us I don't know why. Like I was saying before we went, you know, usually these people hate me. They always tell me I'm a douchebag on these things. I get comments all the time being <laughs> like, that funny. guy's such a fucking douchebag. But on this specific thing, we're kind of hitting our hitting our stride. So I'm You're really to- leaning into the douchebag on that. And I you, think people are responding to it. Yeah. Like once like you go full douche, then like the other douches like will come. You know what I mean? It's the authenticity that yeah. people really respond to on social media. And when you're so good at being a douche, it makes it really douche. easy. It makes it really easy to come I'm off douchey. All I do is grow out my mustache and be me. And they're like, "We love it. You're 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 you're, you're acting so amazing." I'm like, you no, fried. this is me. This is totally me. Um, uh, thank you so much for doing the podcast. Thank we really guys. appreciate it. everyone. Harper Rose. Everyone, have a good day. Tasha Courtney. I'm Dave Neal. Bye. Bye. Thank Thanks, you so much. guys. That was fun. Yeah. yeah. Wow. We learned so much about you. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. Yeah.